In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. May the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. And, and with, with your spirit. We gather together on this second Sunday of Lent, which happens also to coincide with the end of Black History Month. And we hear both uh, the, um, the invitation to listen and to hear. We hear in our gospel reading uh, the voice from the heavens that say, this is my beloved son. Listen to Jesus. You better listen to him. And then we hear, and I want to focus on the person of Abraham who listens to God's command. It's not an easy one, but he listens and obeys nonetheless. It's an invitation for us to continue to hear the voice of God, to hear God's will for us in Christ, and to be attuned to our ancestors who as well to have listened and responded as people of faith. But oftentimes we fail to do that and fall short in doing so and responding to God's will, to hearing God's voice, and responding to the will that brings healing and peace. For those times that we fall short in doing so, we ask for the Lord's pardon and forgiveness. us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. And let us pray. O God, who commanded us to listen to your beloved Son, be pleased, we pray, to nourish us inwardly by your word, that with spiritual insight made pure, we may rejoice to behold your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever, and let the church say, Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. God put Abraham to the test. He called to him, Abraham. Here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son Isaac, your only one whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. There you shall offer him up as a holocaust on a height that I will point out to you. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the Lord's messenger called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he answered. Do not lay your hand on the boy, said the messenger. 
Do not do the least thing to him. I know now how devoted you are to God, since you did not withhold from me your own beloved son. As Abraham looked about, he spied a ram caught by its horns in the thicket. So he went and took the ram and offered it up as a holocaust in place of his son. Again, the Lord's messenger called to Abraham from heaven and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you acted as you did in not withholding from me your beloved son, I will bless you abundantly and make your descendants as countless as the stars of the sky and the sands of the seashore. Your descendants shall take possession of the gates of their enemies. And in your descendants, all the nations of the earth shall find blessing. All this because you obeyed my command. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, if God is for us, who can be against us? 
he who did not spare his own son, but handed him over for us all, how will he not also give us everything else along with him? Who will bring a charge against God's chosen ones? It is God who acquits us, who will condemn. Christ Jesus it is who died, or rather was raised, who also is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became dazzling white such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus along with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone, except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. The Gospel of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I was riveted to Channel 9 last week. 
Did any of you watch the Henry Louis Gates series, The Black Church? I found it, like many of you, fascinating, inspiring, insightful, faith-filled, and informative. Like many of you, I learned quite a bit about the origins of the black church in the U.S. and the development of the various denominations that currently serve the African-American faith communities. Perhaps what I gathered most from the series was the resilience of the African-American community against overwhelming and tremendous odds. These were folks who had heard the voice of God, hearing our Lord Jesus, trusting in and listening to his holy word, assured that he's never failed us yet. In listening to God and following the will of God, they were transformed and transfigured, allowing themselves not only to be a catalyst for personal change, but an instrument for institutional and societal transformation. And Lord, yet we know that there's still much work for us to do. In the latest edition of the Jesuit weekly America magazine, African-American Jesuit scholastic Christopher Smith wrote an insightful, and, and I would even say painful, article titled, I long for a Catholic church that is unafraid to welcome black people. It's a searing indictment of how the Catholic church continues to treat black folks. Many of you know that from your own personal experiences, especially those of you who hail from the South. Our Diocesan Racial Justice Task Force has convened with the task of addressing and remedying these inequalities within our local Catholic community, the Diocese of Oakland, the Catholic Church here in the East Bay, Alameda, and Contra Costa counties. The mission of that group, our mission, is about listening and being attuned to the voice of pain, prejudice, and inequality with the responsibility of bearing God's healing and reconciling spirit to the challenge at hand. And in the midst of all this, we find ourselves uh, in the middle of Lent, that time given for us to draw deeper into our faith, a time for us to listen and be more attuned to the voice of God. This is the annual retreat and reset button that the church gives us to do just that spiritual work. We hear in our gospel from the ninth chapter of, of Mark, in which God says, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. Listen to Jesus, that is. So today's gospel is a transfiguration scene, the mountaintop experience where Peter, James, and John saw Jesus transformed and at the same time speaking to Elijah and Moses. That mountaintop experience enabled Jesus' disciples to hear God's voice announcing Jesus' identity as the beloved son and what they needed to do, which was to listen to him. Have you ever asked God to speak to you? How often do you ask God to speak with the expectation that God will hear exactly what you're saying? Do you ask God for a response to your prayer? Or do, do you approach God after you've already decided what you want to hear from God? That first reading today from Genesis, it's a painful reading. So Abraham, he heard the voice of God in a command asking Abraham to do the unthinkable, to sacrifice his own son Isaac. Abraham also responded to God's messenger who also said to Abraham later on, don't lay your hand on that boy. God rewarded Abraham for his fidelity by blessing him abundantly. We hear that in, uh, in Genesis. 
Now, Abraham was one of many in Scripture who heard God's voice and heeded his command. Moses heard God's call to lead the Hebrew nation to the promised land. Samuel heard God's voice and said, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Joseph heard God's call to help his family survive a great famine. Nehemiah heard God's call to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Jonah heard God's call to preach to the city of Nineveh. At first, he's like, I ain't had nothing to do with this. He ran away from that responsibility, but eventually, with the help of a big fish, God redirected him. You know, it's a story of Abraham that continues to prove the necessity and importance of leadership and spiritual guidance. Some might even say Abraham may not have been the right pick. I don't know. Abraham came from a wealthy family. He had all that stuff. So he had to relearn how to live. God was able to transform Abraham, his character, his attitudes, his position, and his eternal destiny because Abraham responded when God called him. Abraham heard God, and he heeded God. Abraham called his family to follow him uh, to a land that God would show them. Show them. But no GPS, but no maps, but no brochure describing what this new destination was going to be. Just an authentic and absolute aspiration to follow God's lead. God is good, you know. God prepares steadfast leaders who brings people through the wilderness to the promised land. And God equips them with the spiritual knowledge necessary to inspire the faithful. Some of the faithful will reject the message. Some will be lukewarm in their response. Some will follow kicking and screaming. And some will follow with faith and trust. But the leadership is there, and it's up to us to keep our switch in the on position to hear what God has to say to us through them. The African-American faith community and its leadership as we already know from our own personal experience and having learned from programs like the one we watched on PBS last week, have stood in the breach as spiritual guides for those who've listened to their inspired faith and word. Combined with the power of the scriptures and through the gift of the Holy Spirit, we hear and heed the voice of God as both Abraham and the disciples in the gospel did. As a result, they experienced transformation as we continue to do not only as a people of faith, but as an African-American community and populace, populace, recognizing this particularly during Black History Month and beyond. There is no doubt that God speaks to us through the word, through the words and wisdom of spiritual folks in our lives, and through the power of the Holy Spirit. The real question is, are we listening? Our deafness can, can get us into some real trouble. Ask the patriarchs of the scriptures what happened when they or we stopped listening to God. King Saul stopped listening and became afraid of Goliath. David stopped listening and had an affair with another man's wife. Israel stopped listening and split itself in two. Belshazzar stopped listening and had to read the writing on the wall. Jonah stopped listening and was swallowed by a great fish. Judas stopped listening and he ended up hanging himself. Samson stopped listening and was imprisoned by the Philistines. Ain't no good outcome when we turn a deaf ear to God when God speaks to us. Amen? Amen. Amen. I'm grateful that the Lord is still passing by. He's passing by right now, speaking to each and every one of us with a still and maybe small voice. He's speaking to those who are bound by their habits. 
He's speaking to those who are deceived by their own thinking. He's speaking to those who are weakened by their own indulgences. He's speaking to those who are burdened by their own circumstances. He's speaking to those who are uh, affected by their relationships. He's speaking to those who are embarrassed by their own situations. The Lord is speaking to you right now. And only you can hear the personal message that he's sending. One that speaks to you in a way that no one else can. He's speaking to your heart and your soul. He's telling you to let him take over. He can restore that reputation. He can open your blinded eyes. He can calm your shattered nerves and pacify your passions. He can redeem your scarred soul. God is speaking, speaking to us through Jesus, his beloved son. Can we hear him? It's a still, small voice, a whisper in our ear, if we're ready to listen and to be transformed and transfigured and do the same for our hurting world. Amen. Inspired by Abraham's faith-filled confidence in God's love and concern and being attuned and listening to the will of God in his life, we bring our prayers to God. For missionaries and caregivers who serve abroad and at home, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For leaders of industry, may they be conscientious stewards of the earth's resources. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are experiencing a crisis of faith, may they be inspired by Abraham's witness of faith of God. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are facing mountains of doubt or anxiety, may they gain knowledge and assurance through scripture. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For this church community and the challenges we face, especially those who feel they lack the gifts to share time and talent, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our beloved dead, that they may be with the Lord and for the intentions of this Mass, offered for Erica Souble, Thanksgiving for her birthday. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. For our own personal intentions. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, Moses, and Elijah, aid us to be faithful servants as we offer these prayers in the name of your holy servant, Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Pray my sisters and pray my brothers that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of God's name for our good and good of God's holy church. Amen. May this sacrifice, the Lord, we pray, cleanse us of our faults and sanctify your, uh, your faithful in body and mind for the celebration of the Paschal festivities through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. And let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just. It's our duty and salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For after he had told the disciples of his coming death, on the holy mountain he manifested to them his glory, to show that even by the testimony of both the law and the prophet, that the passion leads to the glory of the resurrection. And so with the powers of heaven we worship you constantly on earth, and before your majesty without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and, once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith.
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Michael, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who please you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and to praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. The Savior's command that formed by divine teaching, we dare to sing. mercy, we may always be freed from sin and safe from all distress as we wait the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And let us offer one another a sign of peace. Peace, do you? Peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am not worthy to stand under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Thank you. 
And let us pray. As we receive these glorious mysteries, we make thanksgiving to you, O Lord, for allowing us, while still on earth, to be partakers even now of the things of heaven. Through Christ our Lord, let the church say, Amen. Amen. Grab a seat. We have some announcements to make. Uh, first of all, just always grateful for uh, the wonderful folks that enable us to have liturgy and, and celebrate God's goodness and grace in our own midst of always uh, grateful, of course, to Leonard Pete uh, with uh, Morris and Leilani uh, at the choir. Uh, I am grateful to you, Jayla, uh, for, uh, for uh, being proclaimer today. Your mom, Jakia. Hi. Hi, B. And, of course, uh, Dion Kola, our pastor associate, and uh, Deacon Ron Tudson, the deacon, mm -hmm. and, of course, with whom we're unable to do any of this, uh, Romel. So, thank you. Uh, we have a couple of announcements. The, this is Bishop's Appeal uh, time. The, uh, this is not a second collection. This is uh, an appeal that's made on the annual basis in our parish and throughout the diocese. It's a yearly appeal that assists our diocese in funding a variety of different ministries, services, and programs that uh, benefit many throughout the East Bay. The Bishop's Appeal will again return 100% of all monies collected above each individual parish's goal for use at the parish level. We invite you to be generous. Uh, rice bowl are able to, uh, are available for pickup in the church on Sundays from 8.30 to noon. Uh, you're able, you may drop off the rice bowl on the weekend of Palm Sunday uh, between 8.30 and noon. Uh, thank you for participating in a CRS rice bowl, that's Catholic Relief Services rice bowl, with your family. Uh, birthdays. Birthdays. Uh, those of you celebrating birthdays, I know we're Erica Souble. We're supposed to make sure we want to mention Erica's name. And for all those also celebrating birthdays, we ask for God's blessing upon you. As we pray, God of all creation, we offer you grateful praise for the gift of life. Hear the prayers of your servants who recall the days of their births and rejoices in your gift of life and love, family and friends. Bless them with your presence and surround them with your love that they may enjoy many happy years, all of them pleasing to you. We ask us through Christ our Lord and let the church say, Amen. 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 
We also invite God's blessings and prayers upon those of you who are celebrating anniversaries in any way, whether that's an anniversary with a commitment you've made to another, uh, to God, or to yourself. We ask that that significant moment be uh, blessed by, uh, by God's continued care upon you. Loving, gracious God, we ask your blessings upon those who are celebrating anniversaries uh, this week or at this time, that they may continue to be ever faithful to the commitments they have made to you, uh, to each other, and to themselves. Bless them in their commitment. Uh, may you who have drawn them to that commitment stay with them all the rest of the days of their lives. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Let the church, let the people say, Amen. 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 The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our celebration is ended. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God.